What is up, Andrew? What is up, world? Welcome back to Let's Get Bias, episode 21. Andrew, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Brad. I'm getting ripped tonight, head-ass, bro. <laughs> Brad's already got that stuck in my head, so I hope that's the last time tonight. I say it. All right, see that, kitty. <laughs> so, hey! Uh, all right, cool. That's an awful way to start, but yeah, yeah that's... Uh, but fun. otherwise, I'm I'm doing pretty well. How you doing, Brad? Uh, I'm good. Um, I just have a little, before we get into it, um, to recap on last week, the move to Topeka. Um... <laughs> I um I've been looking at some property. No, you have not. I have been looking at some property, and I found a, th- a, a place in Tenton Valley, Idaho, in Jackson, <laughs> Wyoming. My buddy Carlos Ordinez. I've been talking to him on the phone. He's got 307 deeded acres overlooking the famous South Fork of the Snake River Canyon. It's um is he a, nice... a travel agent. No, he's just a, he's a he's a he's a property manager. Um, he owns the land. It's 300 acres, 1.6 million. Um, I know I don't have 1.6 million dollars. It would it would cost me a, a fifteen thousand dollar down payment, and I'd pay a mortgage on it on some land. All right, I wouldn't own it outright yet, but it's in Riri, Idaho. Um, it's a uh, it's pretty interesting actually. It's got some world class fishing, an abundant of big game and wildlife, which I'm not a hunter. So um, it's a historically run cattle operation, a lot of farmland, Whoa. three sides of Caribou Turhegi National Forest. What? Um, yeah, it's. You ain't going there for that. You don't have to mention that. No, but it's a paradise. It's a paradise ranch, dude. That's what they call it. It's a nice little bend off the Snake River, a hilly mountainside. I can build a nice little home there. Uh, maybe, maybe start my own ranch. Uh, you never know. Wow. Uh, you know, it was funny last week, but now the fact that you've actually done some research on it and you're looking for spots is getting me a little concerned. And I've reached out to the property manager. <laughs> I might just dip. I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a ranch, dude. It's it's uh, I mean, well, I don't know what else to say. It's got willow thickets along various types of terrain. <laughs> what? Uh, you know. It's like it's like a it's it's a nice little plateau on top of a hill, and then it goes down a steep rocky cliff overlooking a beautiful waterway, uh, the Snake Valley River, and um, the South Fork Canyon. It's located just a stone throw away from the property boundary of the river. It, like I can literally sit on top of my hill and just chuck rocks into the river all day. I mean, I'll put a nice little rocking chair up there and just relax. Wow. All right. Well, I mean. Sound, the brochure sounds convincing, right? Jeez, yeah. whatever you just read off. Car- Carlos, <laughs> um, this is what Carlos sent me. All right, well, there you go, guys. You thought it was a joke last week. Brad is actually interested in getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe, Specifically the Midwest. There you go. We'll see. I, wow. I got some uh, some some people to bring along with me. Maybe, you know, maybe I might go solo. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, at least I'll have know a guy in Idaho. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Idaho-Wyoming border, actually. Okay. I don't know if they well, actually they... border, but it says here they do. So, pretty sure they do. There's but... a lot of there's a lot of stuff. You know, all those states up there, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. A couple different ones. I was That's also true. looking at one that was ten thousand acres, but it costs thirty four million. I'd have a hundred thousand dollar down payment. I don't I don't Oof. have that type of capital yet. Maybe in the future though, after the farm takes off a little bit. I think yeah, really move up. Yeah. <laughs> Go from Idaho to Wyoming. Yeah, I'm moving up in the world. Yeah. Well, yeah, you never know. It was Idaho to uh, New England. New England? Yeah, 10,000 acres. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, 
it would be an interesting life, man. No doubt. Interesting story, too. Yeah, Jesus. a story to tell, huh? Just <laughs> Still trying to wrap my head I'm around I'm sorry. <laughs> N.E. is not New England. It's Nebraska. I'm so sorry. I was about to say, like, why are you moving back to the East Coast? Yeah, no, no, no. It would be Nebraska. Even better, oh, honestly. Man. God, Nebraska. That's a tough look. Uh, no, no. Wow. Not Nebraska. Wow. Nebraska. Really, Brad? Let's um, yeah, let's just put a pin oh, in this conversation. Gosh. I just want everyone to know I'm looking at property, and it is what it is. The NFL draft is this week. <laughs> um, to, to get right into it, um, we just had a trade <laughs> alert go off right before we started recording. Teddy Bridgewater is now a Denver Bronco for a six-round pick. Steal. Yeah. Absolute steal. The Broncos, I think that's a great trade for very little. Oh, yeah. They gave up very little. And I think Drew Locke, I know he's going in his third year. And last year he had through injuries as well, but he did not have a great season last year straight yeah. up. And he's got weapons. I know Cortland Sutton got hurt early on. He's a receiver one stud. But uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a solid either a guy who can push Drew Locke to a bit a better level mm-hmm. or a guy who can come in and take over for Drew Locke or even just start the season as a solid starter. I know he did decent with the Panthers. Um, I think they have better weapons now in Denver. I like the trade. I think it's going to work out for the Broncos. I like Teddy Bridgewater just because I've always liked Teddy Bridgewater. How could you not like him? Yeah. Um, good story. I think it sets up perfect for them. Yeah. Honestly. It is a good I trade. Like, I like it. I like it. And I honestly forgot he was still on the Panthers. I know they got Darnold, so I was just like, I forgot that Teddy was still on the team. So that was well done. Well done, Denver. Well done, Denver. Yeah. And, you know, six-round pick, you're not going to get someone as good as Teddy Bridgewater anyway, so you might as well just uh, go get a veteran. Yeah, exactly. That that was yeah. That's the thing too. Is I mean, rookie quarterbacks are going to come in and push Drew Locke yeah. that much more, or be able to handle the load if he does. You know, not end up not playing well or getting hurt. Exactly. I mean, they brought in a guy from a fucking. He's a financial advisor last year. Yeah. So like, they're they're just happy to have guys. They need someone. <laughs> yeah, the that was bad. They yeah, they had a quarter a receiver playing quarterback one game. Yeah, that was him. Oh oh shit. <laughs> the bank guy or whatever. Oh, yeah, he yeah. worked at a bank. Oh. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, completed a pass. It was a screen pass. Yeah. It was against the Saints, so I watched that pretty – honestly, the Saints should have killed them, but it was uh, – a. Like, they got some heart. They got yeah, some heart got in Denver, heart. if that's the case. Um. Yeah, I mean, the NFL draft, it's typical. Are you going to boo Goodell? Hell yeah, dude. That guy sucks. I kind of like him, but I also – What do you know. like about him? Oh, he's just – you know, he takes it all in the chest, man. He's always up there with a smile, reading the next card. You know, he doesn't let it get. Oh him. my <laughs> gosh, bro! Yeah, because he doesn't interact with anybody ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's a robot. Yeah, he is a robot. He'll yeah. uh, he'll be up there giving out hugs. Oh, boom! That was one of a. I was looking at some prop bets. Um, are people gonna boo the Cleveland Browns pick? You know, maybe back know. in the day, but I think it's like plus seven hundred. That yes, so I guess I guess people won't be booing the Cleveland Browns pick. Hmm. But they've done well, so it's like, how could you boo anything they're doing right now? They're one piece away. So I think that's interesting. Al Bugadell, though, fuck him. I mean, there's there's so many, just there's just so many. I feel like this draft is kind of loaded. It is pretty loaded, dude. Um, there's a lot of good players. There's some guys like that. I don't, you don't even get named in the first round and stuff. They're like, dude, these guys can make instant impacts. Yeah, like my sleeper pick, Kadarius Tony. Um, Ooh, he's not really going to talk about that much from the receiver realm. Um, but he could be a nice little sleeper, uh, like plug in anywhere you want type player. Yeah, I agree with that. And I know 
Uh, I think he's honestly. I think he can get drafted in the first round. Yeah. The way them uh, talking about him, his people were worried about his route running. His route running got so much better. I watched every single Florida Gator football every game. Snap. Damn near, yeah, <laughs> damn near every snap. So I know how good Kadarius has progressed and how good he can be. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so worth the pick. He's gonna make an instant impact. He, you can put him, in, you can put him in any, any spot on the offense. He's gonna, even he's as a gonna punt returner, you could just start him out rookie year. Let him learn how to run routes even more. If you're worried about that, just let him return punts. Yeah, he he house called one against Kentucky. Honestly, yeah. that was this that swayed the game. We were we were struggling, and that was the boost they needed. You could get him in the screen game. You can get him running routes because again, his route running is impeccable now. A little jet it's gotten speed. so much better. Yeah, it's got yeah. Mm. So I like that's a good sleeper. Damn. I got a good sleeper too, since so, we're talking sleeper. I mean, we could run through, you know, our mock and stuff. I I actually end up making a fucking first round mock draft. That is so much harder than they make it out to be. Yeah. That is it was so challenging. I'm like, did that guy get picked yet? Does this guy fit for the it's hard. It's hard. You got to really... look at teams' needs and like. Where and Mel Kiper does that. this. He does like multiple, and he goes like deep. Yeah, I mean, Mel I can Kiper only get to the first round. Five hundred thousand dollars to do it. Yeah, that's true, and I. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing it that for that much yeah. either, uh, especially if you can be wrong. It's like who cares? We just needed a uh, you know a yeah, base. Exactly. <laughs> um. No, my sleeper. I was looking at Kenneth Gainwell, running back from Memphis. Okay. Um. Memphis has been putting out some running backs okay. recently. Daryl Henderson, Tony Pollard, all our young studs. I know you guys in Washington got a nice Memphis running back, Brad. Oh, yeah. Slash receiver, I guess he oh, was. Yeah. Antonio Gibson, he's a freaking stud. So, uh, yeah, I like him, and I like uh, another guy, Seth Williams, the Auburn receiver. Shout out our Auburn boys. Um, that guy's a freak. Too bad Bo Nix sucks, so he couldn't give him the ball as much. But when he did get him the ball, the stuff he was doing was incredible. I think he can be a serious receiver sleeper uh, late second or third rounds. I like him. Yeah. Those are, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously Seth Williams, shitty quarterback situation at Auburn. So can't really judge too much, but he could be a late run flyer. Mm-hmm. I have um, another one that me and Brad are real high on that we're excited for as a sleeper. Our boy Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger. Yep, I actually from want Longhorn to take Nation. Him. Yep, I want Washington to take him. And as he comes across the stage, or as I give him the mic at home, he's gonna say, "Hey, Washington, we're back!" <laughs> and I will, I will buy a jersey. I will buy a jersey for every single person who follows the Instagram page if he does that. That would be so electric. Oh my god, I'd lose my mind. I'd be so juiced. I just got goosebumps thinking about him hitting that on on live TV, bro, to the whole NFL world. God. Hey, thanks for taking a chance on me, Washington. I just got one thing to say. (laughs) We're back. I mean, he could be decent, actually. He could be. I think he's he's actually worth a pick because he he does hit hard and he throws the ball well. He's got heart. His stats were incredible. He does have heart. His stats were really solid, too, the last few years. Um, Just kind of lost in Texas's uh, inconsistency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't mind Washington taking. Speaking of Washington, uh, you know, we got a little, we got a little first round draft pick this year. Um, nice. You know, we uh, nineteen, going with? nineteen. I've been seeing some rumors that we might be trading up to like eleven or twelve and taking Micah Parsons, a Notre Dame linebacker or it's Penn State linebacker. I don't know where. Whoa. He's a beast. Yeah. Uh, we need linebacker help. That's really the only position on the defense we need. Same with the offense, honestly. We just need linebacker. 
little bit of O-line help, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Or if we trade up and get, uh, like, Trey Lance or something. Or this guy, Jamin Davis, out of Kentucky. Um, he's kind of – he had a good pro day, uh, kind of sneaking up in the ranks. Did they not do the combine this year? No, I don't think so. Because I didn't see any 40 times, so. Just pro days, yeah. I don't think they yeah. did it because of COVID. And I wouldn't mind that. And I also wouldn't mind if in the second or if we kept the late first round and we traded back and we get Kellen Mond. Little sleeper quarterback pick. I wouldn't mind that either. You you like Kellen Mond? I love Kellen Mond. Okay, interesting. I thought he should have been in the playoff. Interesting. I that's fair. It would have been well. They had their chance against Bama. He yeah, played yeah, well yeah. against them. But I I know what you mean. Um, I've every year the last like two or three seasons, this man Kellen Mond would come in. They'd have him ranked so high. I know. Even just the SEC, I'm like, this guy stinks. And he always stunk. But this year, I'll give it to him. He played pretty well. His accuracy is incredible. He's just right on the money. Um, I'm still sleeping on him, I guess, a little bit. But I I think he can be a really solid backup. Maybe, He's going to sit behind know, Fitzpatrick develop. for a year or two or whoever we have in Washington. And that's, and that's not the worst guy. Him and Alex Smith are up there as guys you want your you know, future yeah. quarterbacks behind. To yeah. learn from, I um so I, I wouldn't be mad with that good. at all. Or Trey Lance, if we can somehow get him to drop, or again one of those stud receivers that are in the draft, like a Jalen Waddle, or if Devontae Smith, for God, heaven's sake, drops to nineteen. Holy hell! I would no. cry. Hell no! I'll be damned. Be awesome. Oh my, that'd be fantastic for Washington. Yeah. Me and Brad, yeah, me and Brad's talked me into Washington. I've thrown some futures on them. They, they, I think. It's a tough divi- tougher division than I thought, but this Washington team's making a good turn. Don't, don't let me get started on it, but I'll just say this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'll just say this, <laughs> that they covered every hole that was glaring in the offseason. And if we get a decent linebacker in there, don't forget we have top five pick Ruben Foster coming back this year and top D lineman Matt Iodinus and top safety Landon Collins. So um, need I say more? Like true, we lost top. one corner, but we signed another another stud. Um, top five defense; those three guys are all starters. Landon Collins put on fifteen pounds, and he's going to be playing outside linebacker now, so we can keep Cam Curl as a starter. We get Reeves back at that's uh, freaky. free safety. So it's, that's freaky uh, at Landon Collins. It's uh, it's going to be fun. The defense is going to be disgusting. The O line ended the season top five. All those guys are back. We just brought back Eric Flowers, who had a great season for us a year before we had to let him go because of a contract. He wanted too much money. Miami cut his contract down. We got him back for cheaper. Um, we added Curtis Samuel. We have Terry. We also have guys like Kelvin Harmon and AGG coming off the IR at receiver, who people have no idea about, but I know about them. I watch them preseason. <laughs> They're nasty. Antonio Gibson's coming back. Bryce Love, we release. Um, JD McKissick's back. If, if Antonio Gibson's healthy, J, him and J.D. McKissick is an insane one-two punch. Um, Very true. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick, who can throw the deep ball and get the ball downfield, which – or if it's Taylor Heineke. Either one of those guys are Heineke. better than what Alex Smith was doing for us. I absolutely agree with that. And, again, I've, I've, I've known Brad for a while, so I've heard this spiel every – off season about Washington. <laughs> this is the year sixteen and zero. They're going. This is the first one that's made sense. This is this is the first one unbiasedly as a friend or you know wanting Brad to be happy with his NFL picks. Um, this year actually like just as a football fan, an observer, this team does look really decent, like yeah. very solid. They actually, like 10 the, games. they should win ten games. They should least. win ten games. Is right. I know we're gonna we can talk about the totals once those come out on oh, the Bovada and stuff because I will gonna, make some bets. And you know what's gonna happen is it's either gonna go 
they're just going to fuck it. They're going to give it to me every week. I'm just going to be having an aneurysm dying every single <laughs> Sunday because that's what they do. It's going to come down to the wire every week. <laughs> And it's just, oh, I can't wait, though. Oh, I cannot wait for it to be back. I'm going to be going to games. I'm going I'm going to go to the Las Vegas game. I'm going to go to the home game against Kansas City. Um, I'm going to go to the a Dallas game. I might go to a Philly game. I might go to the – who else do we play? We play the Panthers. I'm trying to go to that game. You might get in a brawl at Philly if you went. If you I were just off to, your I shit. I would never go to Philly. I would never go to Philly. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go to Las Vegas just because it's Vegas. Um, Kansas yeah. City's at home. I think we play the Bucks at home. So I'm I'm there. Did you guys play Kansas City last year? No, we played the Ravens. Okay. Okay. Oh, gotcha from that division. Okay, word. Yeah, those those sound like some good games, actually. Those would be fun. Yeah, I can't wait to play. Okay, kind of a fun team. Fun young team, actually. Very fun young team, man. I cannot wait. I, I said this before on the podcast on like episode three. I've seen Terry McLaurin get overthrown wide open on deep balls at least 10 times. Ryan Fitzpatrick does not miss a deep ball. I cannot wait for that motherfucker to have like 20 more touchdowns than DK Metcalf this year. I cannot wait for him to finally be able to catch an open deep ball. I've been waiting for so long. Oh, my God. I'm driving the other- first overall in fantasy. Good call. That'll be worth it. That's the other thing, too. I mean, Brad talked about, I don't know if it was not the podcast or just in our phone calls. Like, not only will Ryan Fitzpatrick hit Terry on those deep balls, he's actually willing to throw them. Yeah. I know Alex Alex Smith just was not, or he just chose not to or couldn't. I don't know what it was. Fitzpatrick will, no hesitation, let it fly 30, 40 yards down the field. 100%. And Sims and – or not Sims. Uh, McLaurin and Samuel both are 4-3. They're burning everybody. Then you got Harmon, who's a big like six five receiver who runs like a four four, and then AGG is also like six two and runs a four three. So they're just flying down the field. Gibson runs a four three. I'm pretty sure our whole offense runs a, a like a damn four three four four. So like you're not keeping running up with gun. Us. And running gun. And the tight ends. I forgot about the tight ends. Logan Thomas, who had a great last five games, and the guy we just signed. I don't even know his name. The dude was just a six seven basketball <laughs> oh, player. Full, yeah, the fucking basketball <laughs> player, bro. Just a freak athlete who's ready to just go all in on football. Like he's just ready to he's just ready to put his body on the line. He'll probably that's fumble awesome. a few times though, unfortunately. And that's just that's gonna okay. break my heart. He's gonna get rocked a few times and that ball's gonna go flying. Let's hope it's not in crunch time. Yeah, facts. Oh god, I just I remember that. when you were trashing Logan Thomas, dude. You said that guy uh, fucking sucks. He, he drops suck. everything. He did. He did. And then <laughs> he turned the corner and now it's like all right, you got momentum going. He went into from like year. one catch, two yards a game to like ten catches, one hundred twenty yards, and a touchdown. He, he drops everything. That guy sucks. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. On the he phone. does, dude. He did <laughs> suck week one through six. You know what? It's probably Dwayne Haskins. I'm so happy he's gone. Oh gosh, he sucks. He's just a scum. <laughs> gosh, yeah. Good riddance to that guy. Anyway, now you guys right, got well, enough on Washington. I don't even. I don't. We'll, we'll save that for the yeah. Who do you want the Saints to draft? Uh, they need help cornerbacks. I want them to uh, – Greg Newsome, I was looking into the Northwestern corner. Any Ooh. corner, if they're available to drop that low, mm-hmm. I think the Saints got like the 26th pick. It's um, it's down there. Honestly, I think most of the good corners are going to go yeah. before then, like Jay-Z Horn and Patrick Sertain and all of them. They're gone. They're gone. You know, even uh, – what's the Virginia Tech guy? Uh, oh, he's probably yeah. going to 28th. What the – um, the Davis guy for Kentucky would be cool. A linebacker. Saints need a linebacker or a okay. corner in the first round. And then after that, we can deal with like 
some more receivers, which we need. Uh, I think Traquan Smith finally is going to have a really good year. He's a, he's a good player. Michael Thomas is a little second man. I know um, Marquez Callaway played well last year. He's a good size guy too. So yeah, we get a little um, another decent receiver late um, in the second or third round. Even Terrace Marshall or something. I know he's kind of dropping. He's from LSU. He's a stud. Uh, yeah, linebacker, corner, and receiver are the three things because the O-line is probably one of the best in the league right now. Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray, a fantastic backfield with James. I'm I'm ready to trust Jameis. We can go into that later, but I'm ready to trust Jameis. Um, it's really the defense. Lost a lot on defense. Uh, corners, Marcus Williams re-signed. Um, Malcolm Jenkins still there. Safeties are good. Uh, the D-line is solid still, even after losing Hendrickson and yeah. Malcolm Brown. Still really solid, uh, especially with uh, Cam. Um, yeah, so linebackers corners and receivers with the saints and they have a decent amount of draft picks so i think they can make it happen at the positions they're in i like that i'm not sure who it's it's really who's available at that 28th pick you know honestly i do think all those corners are going to be gone which sucks mm-hmm. but uh if a corner if there's a good corner there one of those top four or five guys are there get them if not scoop the best linebacker i feel that it's not hard i've the saints have done so well though these last few years drafting yeah, they so have i'm not drafting. really like I'm not nervous about you what trust they're going to get. I do. Like, yeah. even the Caesar Ruiz one, you know, I was like, yeah. ooh. But he's going to be a monster yeah. uh, on the O-line in the future. So I'm not – yeah, I'm going to trust him, but I those are, that's the spots we need. Sorry about that. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah. You, know, go, you know, we got we got that. You can also look at uh, – if you guys want to bet, there's hella prop bets for the draft. Hella um, prop bets. My favorite one – is third overall pick Kyle Pitts at eighteen to one going to the 49ers. That is my favorite prop bet. Eighteen to one odds. Throw a hundred dollars on it. I'll tell you how much you'll win right now. You'll probably do the math quicker than I can. Eighteen hundred dollars if you throw a hundred on it. So, um, and I'm going to guarantee that he's going to the 49ers. There it is. I'm going to say it. he's going to the 49ers. So if you want a free eighteen hundred dollars, put a put put it on there. I'm not gonna lie. I I threw five on Mac Jones like a week ago to go third overall, but that was a plus money. Right now he's minus two ten, so like he's in, like he it's less than even. Um, so I got him at a good time. So if he does get hit, but I mean, it's worth sprinkling a dollar on uh, Pitts for eighteen bucks. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. Um, it doesn't seem like that's going the way. This is the thing, though. You you know we hear all these analysts talking and stuff. Can we really trust the analysts? They're not working in the boardrooms and stuff. They're not talking with the coaches. They have their sources and stuff that maybe hear stuff, but I don't know. They can't always be trusted. Well, I did see Kyle Pitts in the interview talk about how the first five picks of the draft were set on being quarterbacks. Someone posted it on TikTok. Now, I don't know how real it was, but he was saying, like, oh, I don't think I'll be in the top five. But Interesting. Falcons, I don't know if they're going to draft one. So Um, if it was the first five quarterbacks that would go, it would be – Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance? I guess, but the Bengals are not drafting a quarterback. They draft fifth? At five, yeah. Mm, They're not drafting a quarterback. You're right, they're not. They will not be drafted. So top four at least. That that would be be insane. Yeah. That would be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it could be a trade though. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's hard to speculate on these because there could be trades, and some teams do need to trade to move up or down. I would do. Oh. I'm gonna say 
No. Uh, I, I like 49ers should just get Justin Fields. What are they doing with Mac Jones? Dude, who has the second Lamb? overall pick? The Jets. They're getting Zach. They the should Jets, get Fields, though. They should get Fields. Dude. Jets should yeah. get Justin Fields. Nine to one odds for him to go second overall compared to Zach Wilson on one to 100. So it's like. Why Zach Wilson? Why Zach Wilson? I don't know. Because I was telling Brad on the phone before this, like, remember when Justin Fields shredded Clemson with a broken rib in the playoffs and everyone's thinking after Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick at the time and still, you know, the number one pick, how is Justin Fields not the second pick? Like at the time he was, and then suddenly everyone's just like, the Jets are like, oh, we're going to go with Zach Wilson. It's like, oh. Well, people are trying to do the, uh, the, what is it, the comparison to Justin Herbert, like the West Coast, stuff like that. That's what they're trying to look for. They're trying to look for the Justin Herbert of this year's draft. So they're like, oh, Zach Wilson didn't really play any big-time teams as Justin Fields may have and stuff, but he's got this, this, this. So that's why they're hyping him up. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, that's pretty obvious. He has not played the teams. I mean, yeah. Justin Fields played in the Big Ten and handled the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, he was even at Georgia playing against SEC teams. That's where I come at. I, the SEC bias for me is so big when it comes to drafting players because they've played the best. Yeah, they've been in the best conference and they've played against the, a lot of already NFL players, you know? Yep. And all the guys that are from the SEC that play in the NFL are good. Exactly. So if I were to, you know, if I were drafting someone and it was between two guys and one of them played in the SEC, I'm swaying SEC every single time. 100 percent. Mm. Every single any time. other prop bets that you like? Um, I like. I like uh, this one a lot. I love over five and a half quarterbacks in the first round. Um, So we got Lawrence, Lance, Jones, Fields, Wilson. Those are five for sure going in the first round. Okay. And it comes down to, honestly, it would come down to the Bucks in the final pick because they have everything. They don't need anything else. They can just honestly get a nice quarterback as the last pick in the first round and be set because they re-signed everyone and somehow they're going to, they're going to be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, they're probably going to repeat. Honestly, they could scoop a quarterback. I've heard Todd McShay on uh, part of my take say they might scoop Trask. Mm. That would be freaking sweet. I wish the Saints could get Trask maybe in like the third round if he dropped that much. Saints will probably end up drafting um, maybe a low-key quarterback late. Um, but, yeah, if Trask can go in the first round or Kellen Mond even that last pick, like what do the Bucks have? what would the Bucks draft otherwise? Mm, you're right o-line maybe um maybe corner, yeah i mean corner yeah corner maybe yeah they still got some young guys out there but like still well, i don't know i'm just hoping for that right now on on bovada wow what's going on trevor lawrence to go one zach wilson to go two justin fields to go three calpits to go four is nine to one what i guess they're expecting mac jones to go three but well, yeah, I mean, that's what I think. I think that's who Shanahan wants, or at least he's shown interest in that. Oh, okay, that might be why. Because nine to one—that's ridiculous odds for those. I mean, that's really like, good, actually. For Justin Fields at three, that's the only difference in the two. It's Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna have to look for that. Oh, I see that. Uh, oh, Falcons. Up. Okay, yeah, you're gonna have to send me that. Actually, I don't know. I can't find it off the top of my head right now. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, we got. There's some pretty cool prop bets. I've been. Um, there's a lot. Of I have some. There. I have some open ones. I think I took Devonte Smith. I might throw some more on this. I think Devonte Smith. I took him. Uh, to be, drafted in the top ten. 
Okay, I like that. Um, because I think he's gonna. I think because uh, well, Jamar Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts are both going, and then some of these other teams on here are gonna need a pass catcher, like especially the Lions. Lions need someone to have Goff to throw to. They have nobody. I know the Dolphins are gonna take a pass catcher, and honestly, it looks like and Pitts is gone. Top five. Uh, Bengals honestly might go Jamar Chase. It looks like Zach Taylor wants him and reunite him with Burrow, head coach. Yeah, which would which would be fucking sweet. They set records together. Literally, they set records together yeah. in college. And the Lions are not. Yeah, and they need a they need someone. Um, see, I could see that. Um, so I'm pretty high on Devontae Smith too. I know people are just. I heard him say this quote. He said, "Uh, it's football. It's not bodybuilding," <laughs> which which I thought was great because people were killing him for his size. But he, it's a good point. It's not bodybuilding. It's football. Wow. And I threw two bucks on a. Uh, 15 plus SEC players getting drafted in the first round just because of my bias. So there's a to. there's a prop bet here. Washington football team, who's the uh playing position of the team's first drafted player? Um linebacker at 13 to 5. You put ten dollars on you can win twenty six. That seems like a good little deal there. That's what yeah. Those are those are kind of cool too. The position drafts. Like I took I think I took like the Ravens to draft an offensive guy first. If you want to go put us Drafting a linebacker, if you want to throw five to win thirteen, I think that's a lock. Okay, I actually I will do that. Actually, it's way down at the bottom of the draft props, but I think that's okay. a lock. No, I do. I like that. I'm actually, I'm going to swing around back to that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's you know just a little NFL draft gambling. You know, we also have the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Um, you know, I'm not I don't know too much about horses, but I can tell you this: soup and sandwich and hidden stash. <laughs> two t- two horses I like. Soup and sandwich, the 19 slot at 25 to one, and hidden stash at 65 to one. I know 65 to one; it's the lowest odds out of all of them. But keep in mind, also at four. I mean, you never know. Mm. It's a COVID year. It's 2020. I like soup and sandwich. That's yeah. Soup and sandwich at 25 to Uh, one is a juicy one. Hidden stash, just for the name, it's worth sprinkling some some change on them. Even a dollar, yeah. Just just fuck it. I'm gonna absolutely do that. I'm probably there's a top ten on here for hidden stash plus one seventy five. I might throw might throw five on the guy. He might be competing. Yeah. I like the name. Reality wise, I'm gonna go with highly motivated at twelve to one in the seventeenth slot to win it all. I like that. I like that pick. Yeah, and I got a I got two picks. Hot Rod Charlie, I like. Um it's a solid name and Parker mentioned this name to me yesterday, Known Agenda. And I instantly liked that when he said that. I'm like, okay, that's a good pick. I'll probably end up throwing on both of those horses, honestly, and then see yeah. see what the hell happens. Hmm. I like both. It should be fun. should be a fun spectacle. I feel like that was so recent, the last Kentucky Derby, I guess. We're getting back to the normal schedule, so that's good. It's on pace for this. So yeah. that would be fun to watch. I mean, I'm Soup excited. and Sandwich to finish top four is four to one. That's like free money. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. Oh, yeah, they got top three, top two. Yeah, those are better. They got top five. Top ten. Yeah, top five. Uh, that makes them more top five, top five. Yeah, the top ten is a little ridiculous because the odds aren't great there, obviously, because it's out of no. 20 horses. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's some decent odds here, actually. There's there's Man. some odds for 1,000 to 1 if you guess the first and second finish. Hidden Stash and Borbonic cool. finish first and second, 1,000 to 1. I'm going to put $1,000 on that and win a million. You are not gonna put don't you dare put a thousand on any of those. <laughs> yeah, but wow, the odds are insane. If you can drill the first if you can oh, drill the first and order. second, it's cracked. 
in any order. Oh, watching, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You said to pick the top three. It doesn't matter what order. Or top two even. Dude, wow. I was watching this um Better Days with a uh, uh Greeny yeah. on ESPN. He would bring in people and like talk to them about their crazy bets and stuff. Um and a guy, I think he did a Quinella. That's what it's called, a Quinella with this first and second inning order. He did like two or three of them. And the, oh, it was the year that horse got suspended mm. or it got disqualified. So his whole thing ended up hitting. You ended up winning like thousands of dollars, like a lot Bruh. more money than I'm making it seem to be. But because of that guy got disqualified, his horse ended up winning and winning the. So he bet on that horse and did the Quinella with that horse in it. And it ended up winning. He ended up winning a bunch of money. So those Quinellas are fun. I'm going to look into these. The odds are just ridiculous how wow. big they are here. So that'll be yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, you can the cool. two guys we just named like Nona Jen and Hot Rod Charlie plus three thousand to both first and second. You never know. I'm putting a dollar on that right now. Yeah, you never know. In fact, live bet right here is literally live bet. Live Boom! Bet I got a dollar on that. Dollar on it. Win thirty bucks. Cool. It's a dollar, right? It's a dollar, a dollar right there. <laughs> All right, huh. cool. Now I'm excited. Well, damn. Yeah. Now I'm excited. That should be right, an interesting yeah. weekend. I am excited. Yeah. Anything? Anything else going on? These um, days, no. I think that's pretty much all we got for today. Oh yeah, I think it was a good little wrap down. I yeah, like I said, did make a mock draft, but I'm not gonna go in there. We're gonna name players, just yeah, naming them and stuff. That's especially when teams can um, trade and yeah, exactly. I am gonna say one thing though. Um, okay. If Trey Lance goes to the Patriots, there might be a problem there. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Dude, I don't want him to go to the Patriots because they might get back on their shit. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> want him they, there either. That's all I'm going to say with that. They could, that could be a problem. Um, I also will say, give me three Gators in the first round. Book okay. It. Book it. Mark it. Kyle Book Pitts, KT, and who else? Uh, the other KT. Okay. Kyle Trask. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, good podcast. Check good us out on Instagram at Let's Get Bias. I got a little uh, outro song for us, Andy. Anything else to add? Oh, sweet. He's got outro. No, no, no. I ain't got anything to add. Uh, I'm All excited right. for this weekend. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Hey, don't be surprised if one day I just... <laughs>